This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 14th of February. Jazzy boy, the Commonwealth Bank, Australia's largest bank, mm-hmm. is well and truly on track to make more than $5 billion in cash profit just for the last six months. Same. Now, with that cash, they could buy the whole of Domino's <laughs> Pizza. So their new tagline, get a loan with us and we'll throw in a year's worth of pizzas. That one could actually work, Brett. Mm. Now, I come bearing some bad news for Twitter shareholders. Okay. More than half of Twitter's top 1,000 advertisers from September 20. 2022 are no longer spending on the platform. Red flag. (laughs) Three colourful stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. JB Hi-Fi has announced a big jump in sales for the past six months and it has lifted its dividend by a whopping 20%. I tell you what, JB Hi-Fi doing what many retailers could only dream of right now. Mm -hmm. So what is happening here? So JB Hi-Fi is the Australian retailer that specialises in consumer Mm -hmm. electronics and it was started in 1974 by a man named John Barbuto, hence the name JB. Makes so much sense now. Brett, it's come a long way since its single store in Keelor East in Melbourne though. It's now got over 200 stores and also owns the good guys as well. Now, Jazzy Boy, we know that the retail sector has become pretty tricky lately as consumers start to pull back on spending. But it seems like JB hasn't felt much of the pain yet. Its sales jumped over 8% in the last six months. And as for net profit, well, looky, looky here, it boomed nearly 15%. But Brett, JB Hi-Fi's CEO has warned that like the old eight ball, outlook not so good. (laughs) Yep, he reckons that the growth hit a brick wall after Christmas, so JB Hi-Fi might have to do some major discounting just to keep the cash register ticking over. (laughs) So what's the key learning here? When a retail business faces headwinds, it has four main levers in order to improve sales. We've got product, we've got price, we've got promotion, and we've got place. So first, retailers need to make sure the product offering is right. Then it's about the price, because as we know, setting the right price can have a big impact on sales. This also includes any discounts to entice customers to make a purchase. Then we've got promotion. Think ads, Mm -hmm. email marketing, social media. Finally, we've got place. You know, the location of a retail store can have a significant impact on its sales. For JB Hi-Fi, it seems like they're willing to play with discounts and pricing to continue growing revenue. Even if it does come at the cost of their own profit margins. Mm. For our second story, Netflix Australia has been giving back money to some Australian advertisers after falling short of their estimated audience numbers. Did not see this one coming, Jazzy Boy. This ad support Netflix has had a little bit of a false start. Tell me more. Okay, so in November last year, Netflix launched its ad-supported version of their platform. That's the version that has four to five minutes of ads per hour that play before and during movies and TV shows. The idea was that consumers could pay less for their Netflix subscription. And Netflix would offset the drop-in customer revenue by drawing in advertisers. But here's the thing, Brett. Netflix gave these advertisers viewership guarantees. In other words, X number of people will see your ad. Except Netflix hasn't been able to live up to its side of the bargain. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, these ads have only gone to around 80% of the expected audience. So now, Netflix Australia has literally started to give money back to the advertisers. (laughs) And Jazzy Boy, part of the reason may just be that Netflix didn't set itself up for success. So what is the key learning here? To build a successful ad-driven business, you need a strong advertising capability inside the company. The big 
business model shift from subscription to advertising ain't easy to pull off. Not even with Netflix's resources. Now, Netflix's business model up until late last year was very simple. Yep. You pay a monthly subscription in exchange for getting access to all of their content. Or at least your brother's ex's housemate paid the <laughs> monthly fee. So, Jazzy Boy, Netflix hasn't been set up as an ad model. For example, they've got no advertising sales experience, like the sales teams that already exist at Paramount Plus or Disney Plus to sell ads. And it doesn't have a strong advertising sales infrastructure in its technology stack either. For our third and final story, Binance, the crypto exchange, has seen its dominance in the crypto space grow even further after FTX's big bad collapse last year. Oh, crypto, that old chestnut. <laughs> what is going on in a crypto town? Okay, Brett, when it comes to crypto exchanges, there are a couple of serious players. There's Binance. There's Coinbase. There's Kraken. And then, of course, there was the late FTX. Now, we do remember late last year that FTX, which was valued at $32 billion, by the by, wow. crumbled harder than the Philadelphia Eagles in the <laughs> second half of the Super Bowl. And now it's come out that Binance, which is the largest exchange, has taken its largest market share of trading cryptos. Yep. It hosted 55% of the whole world's buying and selling of crypto in January, according to Crypto Compare. And it just looks like more and more of crypto trading is becoming centralized in the one spot. So what is the key learning here? Crypto is built on the principles of decentralization, mm -hmm. but we're starting to see a growing concentration of power among just a few players. It seems like all the digital Moolah transactions are ending up in one giant basket, Q Binance. And let's be real, Jazzy Boy, having all your eggs in one basket is not usually a good idea. <laughs> if that basket drops, FTX, we're looking at you, it can have far-reaching consequences for the industry as a whole again. And Jazzy Boy, it's not out of the realms of possibility. We know that Binance still hasn't provided a proper audit of its reserves and liabilities to the public. Fluxam, it's the new year and we are back once again. So if you're loving the pod in 2023, there is one way to let us know. I believe it's pronounced a five-star rating and a delightful, sweet and kind review. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.